It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Justin, how are you, my man? I'm doing good, man. Second time's the charm. You know, we, we got a couple minutes into the conversation, but, you know, that's the thing. Sometimes I get to I get a second chance at it. Hopefully I'll sound even <laughs> more <laughs> around. I'm doing good, though, man. been working on a, a lot of CSU preseason content. I recently put out a schedule preview, but I also have finished about eight position previews that I'm stoked to get out. So I'm going to publish those over the next couple of weeks, you know, talk about the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, defense, the whole nine yards. And obviously just enjoying a little bit of hockey, man. I'm, I'm pumped, but I'm also nervous because uh, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the blues are going to be chippy. Obviously you have the whole backstory with Nazem Kadri. And first of all, be better blues fans. It's, it's a freaking sport. It's a game. We don't need and to be Gloob's coaches who I and, think yeah. are just maybe you have some balls, condemn it, but no comment. Are you anyways, I think we're going to win tonight. Get out of St. Louis, come home, finish up the series game five. And then I'm just going to really going to lean into college football at this point. I, I took some notes on some week zero and week one lines that we can kind of briefly throw out at the end. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just enjoying the, the off season at this point. Love that for you, man. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting night. <clears throat> it's going to be an exciting episode of Bets. Justin always brings the fire. He's already teasing uh, some week zero lines. That is getting me hyped right now. Um, shit, if you're going to go that route, 
Yeah, I, I might have a long shot NBA draft prop I need to throw you away. Um, but let's get into it. Um, and let's start with your big three, Justin, because, uh, yeah, it's nice to have you back, man. We gave you that offseason break, but we need our guy back. Um, few people know their Denver sports all around as well as Justin are kind of tapped in uh, to everything that's going on around the scope. So let's start with your big three. I know you didn't just go full-blown abs like I did. So uh, talk me through it. What you got on the card? No abs, in fact. Well, I, I did design. I have a same game parlay that I designed mm. for you for the abs that we can talk about as well. But for uh, my big three, I'm going with Jason Tatum over 38 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. You can get that at oh. minus 130. He's coming off of a game in which he only had 20, but before that it was like 38, 49, uh, high 30s. Miami, Jimmy Butler's injury situation, it it, it makes yeah. me nervous. I, I am tempted to tease them to cover the line a little bit just because I think mm-hmm. it's it swung too dramatically the other way. Yeah. They are missing Tyler Hero, but it's to me it's more about Butler. If Butler can go, it'll be a close game. I think Tatum's going to take over, though, in this one. They're down 2-1 in the series. It's at, at the Garden. He's been one of the, the top 10 players in the NBA this year. Really explosive, really coming to his own. I think tonight he's just going to yeah. light it up. And uh, like I said, more times than not, he's going to hit the over here. For the other one, I'm going to go Bam Adebayo, over 17.5 points. You get that at plus 100. The reason I like that, no Tyler Hero. And Jimmy Butler is going to be hobbled. So, you know, somebody's got to make up that production. He is coming off of a monster game. 18 points feels really doable. I know Boston's defense is is phenomenal, but somebody's got to score for for Miami. And, you know, unless it's going to be Duncan Robinson, who just like doesn't seem to play after getting paid $90 million or whatever it was. I'm going to lean on Bam. He's my guy. And then finally, we're going with the Rockies. CJ Crone, over one and a half total bases. You can get that at plus 120. This Pittsburgh game is weird. You have two just frankly bad teams. But I like the the lefty-righty matchup. You're going up against a, a pitcher who tends to kind of be all glory or just kind of get shelled. It's a guy who's like either going to strike out 10 or is going to give up six. And I like CJ Crone to, to get a couple of bases, whether that's either a via walk or you know doubles. We'll kind of see strong power hitter. I, I like the Rockies in this one, though, by the way. And uh, I would take the parlay with the uh, the money line with the over run total at six and a half. You can get it at like plus three twenty or something like that. A colder over my guys in the crone zone. Love to see that. I really like your thinking with those two Tatum and bam props. Um, yeah, I wasn't thinking that Tatum, even as them being heavy favorites, it really is like back against the wall. You, you can't screw this up. You can I mean, if they, go down. You have to win tonight. If you go right. down three one, the series is over. So, like, if if you can't beat Miami with a hobbled Jimmy Butler on your own home floor, and they're missing Tyler Hero, probably their third best player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this is a must win for Boston, and I I I trust that team. You know, I think they're well coached. Yep. I think they yep. play hard, and ultimately, yep. I believe in Tatum. Thirty eight and a half is steep, but I just it's really like him and J- Jalen Brown, like kind of doing everything for them offensively other than mm-hmm. that weird fluky game by Al Horford, but his legs are done. So I'm, I'm all in on Tatum right. in this one. Oh, and Horford being hobbled is why I like the bam. And, that too, and I yeah. mean, 
Miami just has to go like full blown, just like let it fly from three and then bust it inside to Bam, where he's, you know, mm -hmm. hopefully he's going to get a lot of space down low because they're just stretching you out with the other four guys on the court. Um, with you having such well thought out picks, is there anyone you're leaning on in the futures? Because this NBA um, playoffs has been one of the toughest. Now, we finally have more of a stronger favorite with the Warriors and how well they've played against the Mavs at minus 155, but still feels very up in the air. I have a hard time seeing Golden State lose at this point if they play the way that they played these last two games. But I also think we might be, I think this is a bad matchup for Dallas. And so yeah. I do wonder, like, they just, I mean, they, they really just can't to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Like, Denver, Denver should have won game three. They did win game four. By the end mm -hmm. of that series, I feel like, despite being outmanned, you had, you had seen the Nuggets kind of figure out how to deal with the Warriors. The Mavs haven't really done that. I just... yeah. I don't. I, I worry a little bit that I'm getting too hyped in the Warriors based on this matchup. Whereas, like, you face a gritty Boston or Miami team, and and you know the playoffs now. All of a sudden, if everything changes, I'm probably gonna back whoever wins this Miami or Boston series right now. I I think Boston's the more talented team, um, so I think I, I, I barely lean with the Celtics. I just hate, hate, hate supporting a Boston team. Like it feels, I do too. It goes against everything I believe in as far as a sports fan. I do think they are the smart play, though, just given that they are down two one in this series. I'm trying to pull up the what the odds are here, but you could get it at a plus three ten. Like if they win tonight, that's right. probably going to drop yep. to what like mm -hmm. two, plus two fifty, plus two twenty five. Um, yeah, so I like Boston at plus three ten. I like that. I like the sound of that. Also, Golden State feels very uh, brittle. Like, it all oh, looks totally. good now, but you are, like, one of the big three, uh, big four, you know? Oh, shit, let's include Wiggins in that, too. You are one of those guys, like, one bad landing on a rebound where your ankle twists a little. You are one of those away from, like, okay. Now it's going to get a little tricky, especially against much deeper teams out east like Miami and Boston. Um, and they're going to play much more physical with you. They just, they, no. Boston has the athletes in the length to come contest you at the yeah. three point line because they're not worried about you driving on them, especially yeah. nowadays like Clay. You know, like Clay can barely move out there. And Steph's been up and down. Like Draymond's looked a little bit hesitant to shoot at times as good as the Warriors are like, and I, I feel like this series has been a great indication of the depth that they have. Yeah. When I watch them, I don't feel like I'm watching the 2016 Warriors where I'm just like, Oh my God, close. what do you do with this team? You yes. know what I mean? I yes. just, they are exactly. beatable. I just think Dallas doesn't have the, if they're too isocentric, you know, if Luca's not going to score 45 for them and they're oh, not totally. hitting a bunch of threes, then they're yes. screwed. So like, it's just right. a bad matchup. The their top gear is basically the same formula as the Warriors top gear. And they just don't have that gear. Yeah, like exactly. their hot from three is just not as hot as the Warriors hot from three. Like what can you do? Um, and if you get Wiggins going for 30, then it's just like, all right, who's Dallas's fifth right. best player. It's, and he's right. not as good as Andrew Wiggins. 
No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, all right, let's to my three because this will kind of transition us into the abs, but we can I still want to okay. pick your brands on more of the playoff slate tonight. I think similar to what you're saying about Jason Tatum and um this game four for the Celtics, the same could be said about the blues. Um, there's obviously some exterior motivation kind of being built up. A lot of that's mostly just from the fan base. Um, and frankly, some disgusting elements of the fan base. But even the coach on the first post-game quotes, um, wanting to kind of put it on Nas's reputation, there's clearly a bit of a team-wide trying to rally around Kadri injured our guy, and now we're going to get these guys and show them what's what. When clearly there, there was no retaliation even for what Kadri did in the two periods following that hit. Um, so, you know, this is very like much to do about nothing. Kind of hindsight is 2020 retrospect bullshit, but all that said, it's going to be an extremely motivated blues team. Um, and I wouldn't be totally. surprised if for the second game in a row in St. Louis, they outshot the abs like they did in game three and, uh, and Darcy's forced into 30 plus saves. And that's why I'm taking Darcy Kemper over 28 and a half saves aside from some fluky goals. I mean, what have they scored five and four of them have been complete flukes um, or at least at, at least half a fluke. Um, Kemper's just been on fire. Um, and I think he's, he's ready. This is his kind of game. He's, he's ready for a, a big game on the road against a hostile crowd with the team just throwing the kitchen sink at them and going all out. Also, the abs, they're not one of those teams that's just going to dive in front of every puck. Um, yeah. I mean, sh- we're seeing like the few times, the times they do get in front of the puck, it's ended up worse than that. They just I was going to say, I don't even know if I want them to try and block shots after the <laughs> no last kidding. couple of games. Like, how fluky have all these um, touches been? So that's insane. But anyways, give me Darcy over 28 and a half in a a must win for the blues in game four, where I really expect them to get, give the abs their best shot. Um, and it'd be an ultra competitive game and for Darcy to really play some outstanding hockey and then give me Landis, Gabe Landeskog, our captain, the man rocket over two and a half shots on goal. The juice, not great at minus minus one fifty, but it's because he's four and two on this prop in the postseason. These are his kind of matchups. These are his kind of games. Um, we might just get the three off uh, a late third third period little um, little deviation there, little tipper, <laughs> um, and it, it doesn't matter. It's going to count all the same. This is his kind of game. His presence in front of the net will be felt. These are the kind of games where Landy always shows up. He, to me, has been the best abs player um the entire postseason thus far, at, at least, you know, excluding Kemper. And then you are getting phenomenal, phenomenal odds on Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. This was and in like the in minus the 170s. Period. Yeah, right. Exactly. This was in the minus 170s three games ago because he was averaging an absurd like seven plus shots on goal this postseason. Hadn't had a game where he had under six. And I frankly was kind of expecting them to move this to five and a half any game. Lucky for us, as the Avs struggled in Game 2, and uh, Game 3 was certainly hard fought, Mac has gone under this figure for two games in a row. Now he's still 6-2 and two on the prop. Um, so the juice has gotten insanely better. 
look, I don't expect that to keep up. I don't think the Blues have found any secret formula. I just think Mac and that top line have been a little stifled, and I expect in a big game like this one for them to get their shit together, and Mac especially to be on one and just peppering Huso. I also think they'll be a little more liberal in the shots they take. You know, I think we That's saw what that. I wanted you to bring up. I, I felt like they got oh. a little too choosy. They were, and Miko especially, yes. I feel like, has really been aiming for, you know, like you're trying to hit a quarter in the corner of the net instead of just... Right. Just put it on fire. Maybe you get the rebound. Put it on fire. Yeah. You know, the the counter is sometimes I think if you fire a bunch of just easy shots, you can kind of give the goalie a false sense of confidence, mm-hmm. and that could be yeah. big. You know, with it's right. not Bennington. You know, somebody else. You don't want him to. You don't want him to be feeling himself. Then all of a sudden, you get one of those Great fluky point. performances. But at some point, I'm just kind of like, take the shot. I mean, you can't score if you don't yeah. shoot. So put it on net. Exactly. It just seemed like as the game wore on, they were just a little more happy to like send it from bad angles and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you get a friendly rebound. What have you? The other thing I thought analysis of this in this series had really been outstanding of Bennington's puck handling behind behind the net on the boards and stuff and how crucial that was and taking away one or two chances per game from the Avs. Well, you don't have that anymore. So I expect that to, you know, especially the those lines with that extra speed, like like that top line with Mac, to be able to gain a few more possessions in their own zone out of that. And again, that should lead to more shots on goal. So um, there you go. It's an optimistic um, big three, and admittedly, what uh, should be an extremely competitive game. But I'm also not going to stray too far from home. It's one of our, um, you know, principles from the manifesto. I kind of thought this was going to be a five to six game series. I think that again, and I think the as win or lose are going to be right there and their stars will show up and it'll be as competitive a game as we've seen all series. Um yeah, and uh, we've got a whole lot more abs to talk about, including a boosted abs SGP 50% for you. Holla at your boy. And then uh, my guy Justin, he's got two props already on, on the Heat Celtics game. I think that's another one where a three-leg SGP, you're going to get that boosted as well. So you, you give us one more prop. You said you like the Heat at plus seven and a half because we've maybe steered too far. Boom. There you go. I like Double the over as the well. Uh, 206.5. The series average is two two thirteen and a half. Again, I know Miami's hobbled, but I think you're just going too far the other way. I like Jalen Brown over and a half uh, or over two and a half threes as well. He's hit three threes in like 10 straight games against Miami. So that take the over take miami plus seven you're gonna get good juice and if you boost it then you're gonna get even better juice only at DraftKings sportsbook my guys boost those boys we're giving it for you we're dialed in more than ever with just a few games on the slate then you've got all the mlb going on my guys for milan just won the the scudetto so that is one of three parts of the futures sgp we just need kale for the norris baby kale for the norris but yesterday that dub 30 unit day for your boy so DraftKings sportsbook taking good care of me um and yeah as i was mentioning to justin i might have a long shot nba draft um prop for you we can start betting on 2023 nfl draft props for you that's where we're dialed in 
all at DraftKings Sportsbook, man. They are the king of sportsbook, customer care, app. They got it all. It all works phenomenal. Right now, new users sign up, bet $5 on any NBA playoff game and win 150 that's on top of when you sign up you use that code dnvr they will match your first deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars when you use that code dnvr only at DraftKings sportsbook the king of sportsbooks must be 21 or older colorado only bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to 500 dollars. deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restrictions do apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 boom all right justin um, let's keep talking ball man let's keep talking let's do it ball and, and pucks you know puck heads over here um yeah yeah you know rk is not here so i i don't think it's as fun but do we have a dilemma today uh let's see there we go there we go i already mentioned it in the DraftKings sportsbook read if you fast forwarded through that because you're an audio only shame on you you probably want to rewind so you can hear justin's advice on how to boost that heat celtics sgp but how are we boosting this abs sgp and our playoff parlay of the day because Justin's dialed on this abs game. He's dialed on the Heat game. We both stayed away from the Florida Derby in the Eastern Conference hockey yeah, I just, side. I don't, I don't like that it's one. Tough. Yeah, it's, I know, it's, it's too back like, and forth, too much on the line. Is there a free... Is this a free pass for Florida down 3-0? It means less to tampon. It's just like, meh, whatever. Is Vasilevsky just on fire? Is the play here just taking Tampa to win the East at minus 110? Because when Vasilevsky's like that, value, and, uh, yeah. Carolina has the injuries they've had between the pipes. I just, I, I don't see how anyone else comes out the East. Um I mean, they've won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups for a reason, so they know they know how to get to the play, get through at this point. Obviously, we're kind of hoping the Avs are this team a couple of years from now. You know, I mean, yeah, three years from now or three years ago, everyone was talking about does Tampa need to make drastic changes after flaming out in the playoffs three straight years? Well, now the Avs are in that scenario. Hopefully, they finally get through. And then you know, hopefully, it becomes a a special run these next couple of years. But I'll say this. Uh, Tampa scares me. They're they're not a team I would want to play. I mean, all these teams are good, but I, there's just something that terrifies me about having been in the cup and knowing how to deal with the pressure of it versus, you know, you're going to play talent no matter who you go up against with the experience factor. Just kind of, it just worries me. Um, Tampa anyways. terrifies me. The way yeah. Kucherov has played, the way Vasilevsky has played, the championship pedigree and experience. It all scares. It's like Brady scares the yeah, Juice out of me. Not yeah. who you want to be facing in the AFC Championship mm -hmm. game because you know that mm -hmm. he's not going to be nervous, even if they're down yeah. ten points. You know, it's just they're in it. Um, yeah. The same game parlay though, I you can especially with the boost here. There is an opportunity to really make a lot of money if you can hit it. I ended up yes. going with Nazem Kadri anytime goal scorer. And that, that's Ooh. a personal pick. That's a me rooting for him to be the villain in St. Louis and piss everybody off. But that's spicy. feels like he's about to. <laughs> I don't, you know, feels like he's due. I don't know. I yeah. just I think it'd be fun. Uh, I, I'm going to take Colorado puck line at minus one and a half. You're just taking them to cover. I like that because, I mean, if, if they're up one, 
they're going to pull the goalie, you're probably going to get the empty netter and you're going to cover. Yeah. So I, you might as well just take the puck line instead of going money line. That's my thinking there. And then same thing, take the abs to score the last goal. And at that mm. point, you can get that at plus 525 before it's boosted. So, I mean, just those three, that's that's really good value. You're banking on Kadri to score, and anytime you pick a goal score in a same game parlay, it's tough because it's just it's such a shit show trying to you're throwing darts at the wall at that yeah. point. But I really like the puck line. I really like the abs to score the last goal because I'm assuming they're up. I'm assuming they're scoring an empty netter at that point. Mm-hmm. And if I'm gonna back anyone to score, McKinnon, McCarr, Landy, you can't really go wrong with any of those. Yeah, I went with Kadri just because of the storyline. It's fun, and if he hits it this tonight, I am going to lose it. The juice for someone who's coming off his best playoff game. Um, it was awesome in that game three. This postseason, maybe as a Colorado Avalanche. Um. Yeah, I just. Yeah, and I do think that uh, to a lot of extent the. Blues retaliation is kind of be like as I said. I mean, there were two periods of hockey that have been played post. Yeah, that it's that crack. Like, I don't think they called. like Kadri, but I think most no. of the people on that bench recognize that it was just a bang bang play. They're like, yeah, because yeah. it's Kadri. They're like, oh, this asshole. You know what I mean? But like you said, they had two full periods. I feel like if they really felt like he made on a, a run on him, you had two periods to fight him. Nothing happened for it. The game wasn't yeah. even like particularly chippy or anything like that. I, I, I'm not that worried about it. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, that's the, the other point is like, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you, if they're too emotional and they get a couple early penalties, I mean, it's over, man. Like the only reason they've even stuck in these early games is they've gotten that early goal. That's really Mm -hmm. flipped the game and forced the abs to kind of, um go chase it and allowed the blues to kind of sit back a little um play those fluky plays they have and what have you um okay let's my only qualm is picking a goal score it's just one of those like yeah it's a big one like the nfl if you're doing a touchdown score in your same game parlay you're probably going to be up for disappointment more times than not and that's just being realistic yeah and with with a three-legger to get it especially over plus 500 it's kind of the route you need to go. Exactly. It's just you're you're going for the big payday there at that point, and you know, yeah. throw five bucks down on it. Maybe you get dinner this weekend out of it. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, let's. But it's a three legger. It's an aggressive three legger. I like it. What's gotten the Avs SGPs lately is Avs to score first. So like that, we're reversing it as abs to score last. And it's kind of I almost went with abs line. to score first, but then I was thinking yeah. about the last couple of games. I was like, I feel like St. Louis, they're going to be aggressive. It wouldn't shock oh. me if they scored one early. And I yeah. just, I hate having your same game parlay get killed. Like if St. Louis scores two minutes into the game, it's like, all right, well, that was fun. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> um, let's build this playoff parlay of the day. It's the three games. So you'd go abs puck line on me. Yes. Lightning Panthers. Sounds like you're leaning lightning money line. Yeah. At this point, I just, they've been so overwhelming. Like Florida's a talented yeah. team and it wouldn't shock me if they still win here, but 
it, it feels like Tampa has this one pretty firmly, firmly in grasp at this point. And we got our a tip from our guy in the comments. I forget. Um, Thundergun. Yeah. Um, about how uh, apparently the Panthers were out all night at the strip clubs. So maybe that's a little advantage. Shout out and Thundergun. Then, no with, surrender. With yeah, for real. Um, and then he, are we going spread plus seven and a half? Go with the over. I like, oh man. Yeah, I like the heat to cover. Seven and a half is it's juicy enough. If it if it was even so. five and a half, I would be a little bit more hesitant because I, I do think Boston wins this game at home. I think Miami keeps it around. Yeah. I do think the over hits. The only thing that worries me is Boston is good enough defensively. And with Miami's injury situation, like yeah. I do see a yeah. scenario where they could win. For sure. Big Boston could. You you could get screwed on the spread too there. I don't I don't know. As long as it's as long as it's competitive, I think the over's gonna hit. But I yeah, yeah let's just go with Miami. I'm talking myself like, back and forth in this. I like the heat line better just because they're playing with house money. There's a little Ewing theory without Jimmy Butler freeze everyone up. Um and yeah, I mean, they're playing with house money. So keeping this close, I think, is imperative. Now, what we've seen from the NBA playoffs, not all of these are close. A lot of blowouts. That's the only thing Lots that works. Blowouts. Yes. <laughs> so really we hope to get this backdoored. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you see Boston jump to an early 20 point lead, pray for that backdoor coming late, late in the fourth to save us all. But that playoff parlay of the day, plus 776. Oh. I like it. Not bad at all. Um, so I shall place that as well. And um, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Uh, great, great wins for our soccer teams. Check out all the stuff. Jo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Let me uh, just before we go here, and we're not going to yeah. like, I talked about this on the Rams pod. So if you want like a full breakdown of the Mountain West lines for week there zero and go. week one, go check it out. Um, there is money to be made on Hawaii in week zero and week one, who despite being at home in both matchups is coming in as underdogs. Now I get it. Hawaii along with Nevada only returns 28% of its offensive production. That is tied for the dead last in the entire country. Hawaii is a complete mystery, but there is not a better home field advantage in college football than the Island in week zero and week one. All it's just weird to me. Week zero Vanderbilt, six point favorites over Hawaii Vanderbilt. Really? Like I know they beat CSU. So it's weird to me to say this, but like, is anybody shaking in their boots at Vanderbilt having to go from Nashville week one, they host Western Kentucky, 11 point underdogs. Now Western Kentucky, they can sling the rock, but they got to replace Bailey Zappi. They lose some production at receiver. They're going all the the way across, but 11 point dogs at home. I, empty the bank account on it because Hawaii is going to cover that week one. And I feel confidently saying that a hundred days out, not knowing who's going to start at quarterback. I believe in Timmy Chang. The vibes are are so much better. They have the right man running that program. It, I mean, it, it's kind of like the CSU situation where you get rid of Adazio. The vibes could not be any better at Hawaii right now than how much worse they were last year. Make some money on Hawaii. It's just weird to me because Nevada is favored in week zero and week one. They don't return anyone either. They're playing worse teams, but like 
Nevada's a 15 point favorite in week zero at New Mexico State. Like, why? Yeah, that is crazy. Huh. Well, Anyways, we know, I mean, the island to is tough Hawaii. to travel to. Yeah. Yeah. And Vandy, let's not forget, CSU was favored in that game, right? Yes. That's what I thought. Man, that's a lot to think about. Um, he's just a Michael. He always brings the fire. My man, thank you. Check out all his stuff. DMVR Rams, all that great stuff. Um, big week for Yaya and I. Pids, Milan, both win. Go Avs. We'll be back tomorrow. Best of luck on all those bets. 